Hello and welcome to my podcast. I'm Brian, the UK Bitcoin Master. It's really great to have you here. Uh, Just a brief explanation before we get into the podcast in earnest. Uh, I've taken the MP3 from my YouTube uh, videos that I've done over the last few years and created them into podcast form. Now, what you'll notice through the podcast is that uh, on my YouTube channel, I clearly refer to articles that I'm showing on the live stream, which of course you're not going to be able to see on this podcast. So do take that as is, but enjoy the podcast nevertheless. Do check out my YouTube channel, ukbitcoinmaster.com. You'll find all the Bitcoin videos I've done to date. And also bitcoininterviews.com is where you'll find all the interviews that I've done with some of the greatest thought leaders in the Bitcoin space since I've been uh, live streaming. Uh, You can also check me out on Twitter, library.tv, BitChute, DTube, Facebook and Instagram, all at UK Bitcoin Master or forward slash UK Bitcoin Master. Finally, if you enjoy the content, please tweet it out on your Twitter uh, channel so that we can get ears on these podcasts. So thanks for being here. Enjoy the podcast. Well, hello, my Bitcoin friends around the world from the UK. This is Brian, the UK Bitcoin master, currently the UK Bitcoiner on my backup channel, saying hello to you all. It is 6 p.m. here in the United Kingdom and great to have you all with us. And as always, people have a strong Bitcoin hand. Another one there. That's the name of the game of this channel. It is about building that strong hand mentality. It is about hodling, holding and doing nothing. And that's what I try to educate people uh, about on this channel. So it is the 8th of June 2020. It is great to be here with you all as always. Please, everyone, hit the like button. Don't forget, I'm trying to rebuild the subscribers again after flipping YouTube took my original channel down. I've just reached out to them again. Adam Meister very kindly sent me a link of somebody apparently who is quite high up at Google and I've tweeted him. I've also sent him an email. Whether they get through or not, I don't know. Um, All we can do is continue with this channel in the hope that the original channel comes back. But if it doesn't, then I guess the UK Bitcoiner will be my channel uh, going forward. So welcome, everyone. Quick look over at the chat. Uh, Malibu John's in. Welcome, John. Uh, Barry's in from New Zealand. Welcome. My lovely wife is in. Casso, great to have you Excuse me, back again. Zaza is in the house. Rocky Palumbo. Um, I can't see if there's anybody else. Uh, Andy BTC, I chatted with you earlier, Andy. Welcome. I know you like to stay quiet, but you said you're always in the chat. And again, you're always welcome. Um, So welcome, everyone. Um, I'm going to try and remember to mention something a bit later when maybe any stragglers are in the house that um, I want to hear my message. So hang around for that message if you are part of our um, 21 million club. And if you're not part of our 21 million club, um, 
uh, then and you want to be part of that. Firstly, you have to be a regular on the show. That doesn't mean you need to be on every single show, but you need to be a supporter of my channel. And you've got to want to uh, mingle offline or off live streaming with some of the Bitcoiners that grace this channel. So if you like the idea of that, stick around a bit later. Chunker Dunk, welcome to the channel. Haven't seen you uh, in for a while. Maybe you've just found the backup channel, but either way, Fantastic to have you here with me. Okay, so if I can quickly, you can see the disclaimer. I'm not going to mention that anymore. I am going to just say, have a look at the websites. At the moment, ukbitcoinmaster.com, because they've taken my original YouTube channel down, is pointing to my BitChute channel, which has got every video I've ever done on it. As I start to build the videos on this channel and there's enough, then I'll repoint that back to this channel. But for now, so any noobs uh, can find all of the videos I've done. That's pointing to BitChute um, where the videos are housed. Uh, BitcoinInterviews.com is where I've done all my interviews with some of the greatest thought leaders in the space. Um, at the moment, that is now pointing back to the the ones that I've uploaded onto this channel. And as the next couple of weeks go on, I will upload more, maybe do some premiering. I'm not sure about that, but they'll be on this channel. And BitcoinInterviews.com does actually point to the few... Um, recordings of the live streams that I did originally. Um, so check those out as well. And finally, for anybody that wants to drop a lightning tip, there's my tipping.me slash at UK Bitcoin Master address. If you go there on a browser and you've got a phone with a... Um, Oh, QR reader, the QR code comes up. Again, no tips required. The one thing I could do more with more than anything above tips is a retweet of this or to share the link with some of the Bitcoiners that you know that might have been on my other channel that we can get over here so that I can start building the subscribers up again. So that is it. What have I got to talk about today? Just checking nobody else has jumped uh, into the chat as we speak. No, Pastor Phil, welcome. I know you're here with us in spirit. Great to have you with us as always. So I want to get over without further ado to what's going on in the news. And before I do that, I think it's really important to say, remember, my channel only goes out Mondays and Thursdays. So some of the articles that I may share could be a couple of days old. OK, I try to leave the show preparation until the last 24 hours. Thank you, John. Appreciate that. Paul Rollo, great to have you with us as well. Um, I try to check out and do the show notes as near to the show as I can. Um, but sometimes the articles have maybe been covered by other Bitcoiners. I can't really do anything about that, peeps. It is what it is. So I try to find the most relevant articles to share with you all. So let's get over to the desktop and a quick look at the Bitcoin price. As you can see, there is nothing much going on, which is pretty well par for the course, people. Because if you go over and listen to Adam Meister or Proud Zionist Jew, that's his backup channel because his YouTube channel was also taken down. Um, he, You will hear him say that after the halving of 2016, 
Nothing much happened. People got irritated. They got fidgety, felt they needed to do something or something should happen. My question to you all is, why? Just buy and hold. Seriously, if you look at charts all day, you're going to go stir crazy. You're going to go brain dead. You're going to see red candles, then green candles. You're going to see the Bart Simpson head we've had recently where it, there's a, a massive green candle up. Then it goes sideways for a day or so. And then there's a massive red candle down. Apparently, I've just learned because I'm learning every day. Um, that's called a Bart chart, I believe, because it looks like Bart Simpson's head. So, you know, we've had all of that. I think we're all going to be shocked to hell or pleasantly surprised come the end of 2021. Now, I know some of you want it to happen right now, but you know what? Patience is a virtue. There are two types of people. There are those that are dollar cost averaging right now that want the price to stay low. You get more Satoshis for your money. And then there are the people that have maybe already got their position and they're just ready for it to moon. So you've got to keep that in mind because different commentators and different people in the space will be talking differently about what's going on and what they want to go on. And you've got to take that as, you know, there's a cross section of people with some just starting out on their Bitcoin DCAing, some that have got a you know a, a substantial um, position already, and they're going to have different viewpoints on what they want to see happen with Bitcoin. But for now, this is pretty well par for the course. Up plus two point two nine percent. It just seems to bob along, but you can see there's a, a fair few greens there. So generally across the board, um, cryptos are slightly up, but nothing to scream home about. So let's have a look at what's going on in the news that I managed to come across. OK, Fidelity. Massive. They look after $7 trillion worth of accounts. So a company that people look at, look at, look to, keep an eye on, etc. Fidelity reveals increased institutional interest in Bitcoin. So when I'm showing you these articles, what I'm not going to do is go in and break them down and digest them and dissect them with you. It is about going to the notes section after the show and reading those articles yourself. Again, where did I get this from? Hi, Buffy. Welcome. I got this from Bitcoin Meister, who said, you know, the show notes are not down there for the good of my health. They're down there for you to go and learn, <coughs> uh, expand your knowledge and take from it what is right for you, etc. And as I said at the start, do your own research. Um, so what did they have to say? I highlighted it in green here. Institutional interest in Bitcoin and other cryptos has been growing in 2020. Despite the crisis caused by the coronavirus pandemic and the warnings of non-investment in cryptos from giants such as Goldman, blah, 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 a new report by Fidelity Digital Assets confirms this trend. Institutional interest in Bitcoin and that other one, 
increasing. Uh, in a series of tweets published a few days ago, the Fidelity Digital Assets announced that it will publish a detailed report, which you should look out for, um, on the growing interest of institutional investors towards Bitcoin and other cryptos. The investment company is part of Fidelity Investments, a firm that handles around seven trillion for its clients. So in terms of are we bullish, are we bearish? That's pretty darn bullish in my opinion. Claims of selling Bitcoin users data are overblown, says Coinbase. So we've probably all heard of this, you know, Coinbase is in the mire again. It's selling or supposedly selling users data to the inland revenue, etc. Um, what have they got to say for themselves? Now, I'll be honest with you. I use Coinbase to on-ramp to dollar cost average. OK, I have looked at what is out there in the UK. I got a, a tweet from um, Stefan Levera from down in um, the other, you know, the other side of the world in Australia. And he was saying, try CoinFloor. Well, I went and looked at CoinFloor and what you can and can't do and some of their reviews. And it didn't make me feel very comfortable either. To be honest with you, there was stuff on there I didn't like reading Their Their customer service absolutely sucks, apparently. You know, now there are people that will say, well, I've used it and it's really good. I looked into Wirex and Wirex. Somebody messaged on the show that they've been using Wirex for a while with no problems. But that didn't come out um, particularly good either. So here's the thing. Yeah, Coinbase may be doing this, but for me personally, who is just buying and not selling or trading, Coinbase will do for me right now because I can't find anything out there that I absolutely feel comfortable that when I put my money on there and I buy, I know I'm going to get the ultimate result. And that is getting that off onto my trezor. So let's have a look at this article. I just wanted to put that out there. Some of you might put bar humbug in, in the chat, can't stand them, delete them, etc. That's up to you. We are all individuals and we should all do our own research, find out what works best for us. And so that's where I'm at in terms of Coinbase. Um, so I scroll down because there was something I wanna, wanted to read to you all that said, oh, that's not supposed to come up. Um, hold on. Coinbase under fire again. Coinbase is selling a, block, a blockchain tool that provides law enforcement agencies with superior analytical capabilities that other products lack, reported the block. Um, the news of Coinbase selling the IRA and DEA access to this tool has not gone down well with the community. Well, we know that. But the claims of selling user data according to this article, are overblown. You have to draw your own conclusions here, people. By the way, if you want my attention in the chat, you're going to need to type in UK Bitcoiner first. Otherwise, I won't see you trying to get my attention. I can see chat going on, probably frivolous, flirtatious chat. If my wife's in the flipping house, which she is, sorry, darling, only a joke. Um, but if you want to get my attention, please do um, type UK Bitcoiner in there first. So what? So Justin Ma, a corporate development executive at Coinbase, rubbish comments of the exchange selling user data on Twitter. Data, he said, in our analytics tool is fully sourced from publicly available data. Publicly available. Do your own research on that, 
people and does not include any personal identifiable information. Upon further questioning from Kraken founder Jesse Powell, Mark stated that any other company can arrive at the exact same product with publicly available data. However, this isn't, as we know, this isn't Coinbase's first encounter with U.S. authorities. Now, this is U.S. based. I will say that um, the exchange was forced into giving the IRS information on its customers that traded more than 20,000 in value, totaling over 14,000 of the exchange's clients. Either way, Coinbase's <coughs> warm relationship with government agencies has not sat well with crypto enthusiasts. Several notable influencers have spoken out against it, including, as I mentioned earlier, Stefan Levera, who's calling for, for people to delete their Coinbase account. Um, John Stramitas, we love you, Brian. Oh, my God, don't you dare make me blush out there from Malibu. We love you. Oh, my Lord. There you go. John, thank you. If you appreciate me and you like what I have to say, that's great. But love you. Oh, no. Not sure about that one, dude. OK, so but thank you all the same. Oh, Lord. Throw me off my stride now, flipping Mr. Malibu. Uh, crypto crime on the rise. Good odds of 2020 becoming a record breaker. So I'm showing you this to be vigilant people. Because as this thing gains momentum, so are the crypto scammers out there looking to get hold of your Bitcoin. That's what you've got to keep in mind. So I think, yeah, um, per a new report released by digital assets intelligent firm CypherTrace on the 2nd of June, the value of ill-gotten funds siphoned through crypto crimes over the, uh, the first five months of the year stands at a whopping $1.4 thus making 2020 a potentially active year in regard to crypto-related thefts hacks and fraud. Keep this in mind. The report goes on to state that if things continue at the same rate, the total volume of stolen crypto for 2020 has the potential to get close to reaching the 4.5 billion market set in 2019. Criminals appear to be capitalising on the ongoing COVID pandemic to target unsuspecting individuals by luring them in a variety of crypto-related phishing campaigns, ransom, I won't say that word, and darknet marketplace fraud. Additionally, out of the multiple scams that have been accounted for this year, many of them have reportedly made use of email campaigns impersonating various coronavirus related groups, official groups, such as the World Health Organization, the Red Cross and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention to solicit payments and donations in the form of crypto. Now, if you follow channels like mine, you won't get sucked into this. But there are going to be people out there that do and our job is to reach out to people wherever we can and say, "Hey, just be aware of scams. I've got my own uh, niece's husband was scammed out of a thousand British pounds by a crypto scam and he lost his money. Yeah. Now, that wasn't a phishing scam or something of that nature. It was a trading scheme, but they still ran off with his money and said, your fund's empty. And if you want us to continue uh, managing it for you, you're going to have to put more in. Uh, Rocky, if I can get you to... Um, 
There's someone that comes on regularly. And Barry, I think it's you in New Zealand. There is nothing you are saying wrong. And yet, whenever I go and look at the ana the analytics, uh, yeah, analytics on the videos, they've always blocked yours and I have to accept it, Barry. And I don't know why there's no words in there that you're using. I've gone in and I've set up words that I don't want on my channel <clears throat> from the words that are used, you know, quite freely in, you know, countries like the US that, you know, I, I've blocked them all. And yet, Barry, there's nothing you're saying, my friend, and yet it keeps blocking uh, you from automatically, um, you know, commenting. So I just wanted to point that out, dude. It's nothing to do with me, but I have to keep going and checking it out. And sometimes a few days or even a week goes by before I even go and accept it, Barry. So my sincere apologies uh, right there. Um, where were we? So just be mindful, people, of the crypto crime going on out there. OK, this is from um, Crikey. Who's this from? I believe it's Forbes. Um, Bitcoin will rise unless something goes radically or really wrong. Price expected to double. Now, you won't get price predictions on here, but I actually love and feel good when you see articles like this. Now, are there equally as many that that will say, oh, you know, the technical analysis saying that we're looking at 8,000, we're even looking at 4,000. Of course there are. But this channel is designed by me to motivate and inspire people that we're all in the right place at the right time. So I'm not going to show you any negative articles because I'm not negative about Bitcoin. Do I know that things can manip be manipulated? I'm not stupid, been on this planet 61 years. I know that, okay? But equally, I want positive energy on my channel. And if you're not interested in positive energy, leave the channel and go and find a doomster or somebody that wants to make stupid predictions. This is just an article I found that I thought worth sharing. So what did it say? I think I've got to scroll down. Yeah, here we go. In the unlikely event of a significant change for the worst, we expect the Bitcoin price to continue appreciating, said Bloomberg senior commodity strategist Mike McGlone. This unprecedented year of central bank easing is accelerating the maturation of the firstborn crypto towards a digital version of gold. Get in there for sure. While accentuating oversupply constraints in the most of the market. <coughs> Sorry. Otherwise, I'm going to be coughing all over you. Never seen, uh, never before seen central bank stimulus measures and fresh QE, quantitative easing, if you don't know what that means, is helping independent stores of value such as gold and Bitcoin, uh, McGlone found, with the Bitcoin price possibly climbing as high as $28,000 this year. By Bitcoin, people, if you buy and that doubles, you double your money. I'm not saying that's going to happen. McGlone also pointed to Bitcoin's strong rebound from its March coronavirus-induced crash to under $4,000 and the corona pandemic accelerating the trend away from physical cash and towards digital money. That's coming. 
digital money. We've been out today. We bought a coffee in Costa Coffee and we couldn't pay with cash. It had to be with a card. So that's going to happen more and more. And I think I think the pandemic has just accelerated the disappearance of cash or the scarcity of it or merchants not accepting it. And it will just be the swipe of a card. You know, so I think this has just accelerated it. It says, meanwhile, Bitcoin's third supply squeeze last month could be a catalyst for the Bitcoin price to begin climbing. So yet again, yet another reason why you need to. And I'm not telling you should buy anything. But if you feel this thing's going to go in the right direction, you should be dollar cost averaging in as much as you can afford to put in without affecting your day-to-day living. Only invest if you understand what Bitcoin is. In all honesty, you need to learn how to move some Bitcoin from one address to another safely and securely as well. That's a given if you're going to be involved in Bitcoin for sure. So I found this one from Decrypt. Now, Rocky, if you're in the house and you're tuned in, Caitlin, you see people, even my granddaughter is in the house. So pound the like button, everyone, for Kate Linden. That's my lovely granddaughter. Uh, she graces our channel and she's a great support along with her mum, Buffy W. This really is the Bitcoin family channel. Uh, Rocky, um, if you're tuning into this, maybe I've just put this up so people are aware of this. OK, now what this reads, it says Bitcoin SegWit bug, bug fix could lock wallet users out of their funds. Don't panic. I just want to put it out there so we can analyze it and get to the bottom of it. And the man for that is Mr. Rocky Palumbo, who should be in the house. So what did this say? It said check based Bitcoin hardware wallet Trezor released a firmware update two days ago. The patch was in response to a potential exploit for wallets that use the SegWit protocol, a transaction fix that enables cheaper and less data heavy Bitcoin transactions. But even though Trezor patched their wallet, it's still causing problems for Trezor users who rely on the wallet to interact with other Bitcoin related software uh, like the privacy focused Wasabi wallet and Bitcoin tech stack BTC pay. Now, again, this is a media article. So um, I love that one. Casso is Rocky, the uncle of the Bitcoin family. <laughs> He's younger than me. Be careful, Casso. He'll love you. <laughs> so. Um, Rocky is the man that I trust to find out what he needs to find out and give us the right source of information. The uncle of the Bitcoin family, <laughs> he'll love you. Um, the reason I put this out there, you've got to do your own research. But Rocky did advise me not to do any firmware updates on the Trezor because I sit my Trezor behind the Electrum wallet that sits behind my full node purring away over in the corner. So how all that's relevant if you don't use that, if you do use, a, you know, Electrum or that nature. Well, Rocky's the man. I'm not predicting anything. I'm just putting an article out there that I felt that you all should be at least aware of.
That's all I'm saying. So my advice until we know more is just hold off doing a firmware update on your Trezor just in case, because the last thing you ever want is your funds to be uh, locked away. And the final article I found before we go into the short interlude, again, we've talked about this um, guy, Raul Powell. Raul Powell. Um, he's a former Goldman Sachs exec. This is really bullish. Um, where is it? Hold on. Oh, it's got to populate. It said, there's a lot of it to read, but I picked up on this bit. It says USD is going to eat itself. The reason behind such a massive bet on Bitcoin uh, that Rao Pal has done is that the dollar standard is going to break the system. It has already eaten its competitors and is now and now it's going to eat itself by going up and there's almost no way of stopping it. The US dollar is currently ruling the market, which accounts for 70% of all trade and currency transactions. We are already seeing a surge in the demand for USD. People are getting out of their local currencies and holding USD because the dollar has got the best chance, you know, of keeping its strength. Um, and it's just literally eating up other currencies um, around the world. Uh, where are we? Um, yeah, uh, we are already seeing a surge in the demand with everyone in the world having dollar based debts while having massive declines in USD cash flows, making it harder to pay off debts. That's important. Central banks uh, know it and want to move to digital currencies to circumvent the strength of the dollar and create a new way of moving currency, said the former head of Goldman Sachs hedge fund sales operation in Europe. And it goes on. So the point of the article is this is a very influential individual. Indeed, part of something that even if you don't know what it is, everyone's heard of Goldman Sachs. OK, in fact, my cousin's daughter um, is, works for Goldman Sachs. She's always in New York. We're based in the UK, but she works for them. You know, so everyone's heard of Goldman Sachs, even if they don't know what they do. If you and I didn't before I got into Bitcoin, I just knew the name. The point is, this is a big dude and he's very, very bullish on Bitcoin and we should be, too. So if I can, peeps, just hold with me because I've got that announcement coming up. A quick shout out for Dan over at JustLearnBitcoin.com and obviously Rocky, who does some work for Dan. Um, if you want to check them out. They'll help you if you're new with wallet setup and backup, long-term storage solutions, end-of-life planning, vanity addresses. I mean, crikey, when you click on some of the tabs over here, um, I always wear my Bitcoin bracelet that I absolutely love. And I want to try and show you this if I can. I don't normally do this. Let me get a bit of a close-up and bring me back up so you can have a look at this. Because it's a pretty smart little bit of kit. Can you see that, people? Yeah? It's adjustable around there. They've got elasticated ones. I love wearing my BTC uh, bracelet out. So it is worth getting it if you want a talking point to talk to people about Bitcoin. So they say, what's that? And here's some of them you can see. If you go to btcbracelets.com, I believe they're offering 25% 25 off these at the moment. Different styles. Some of them have crowns on them. Look, I think they're really wicked. So um, thanks, Dan, for getting these out to me so that I can promote. Um, on his merch store, you can see everything you want, as you would expect from mugs and beach towels and everything else. 
Um, what I'd encourage you all to do, please, if you're new to the channel, if you're watching this on catch up, if you go to the home page again and scroll down, you will find this black box appear. Please help return 14.2 Bitcoin to Phil and his family. This is Phil. He's always on the show, even if he's at work. Whoops, there's a bit of my food coming out. Sorry, peeps. Um, even if he's at work and he can't listen, he's watching and, and he listens on afterwards on catch up. Uh, Phil's a lovely guy. Uh, Elaine and I befriended him. We speak to him a lot. You can see the people that are supporting this. I'm in there uh, too, as is Rocky, Dan, and many others. And um, we did a couple of videos to explain how Phil lost his Bitcoin by doing a firmware update on his Trezor. Now, if you're new to this channel or you're watching this in the future, keep something in mind. This was a seasoned Bitcoiner who knew Trezor inside out, and yet a tiny oversight wiped him of over 14 Bitcoin. So if it can happen to Pastor Phil, it can happen to you people. So it's well worth spending a few minutes and heading over here and just checking out, you know, what's gone on here. Um, if you click on the family story very quickly and we'll get back to the news. Um, lovely story put together by a friend of Phil's bagpipes, Bitcoin and broken dreams. It tells Phil and his family's story. Um, and then finally, Rocky's kindly put up the transaction ID of the hack that took all of Phil's Bitcoin. So before we move on, how would you feel if you'd built up over several years, 14 Bitcoin, and then all of a sudden you checked your hardware device and your balance was zero? Just put yourself in Phil's shoes for a minute, because I did a, uh, something on the Electrum wallet before Rocky explained it, and it said no balance, and I absolutely freaked. It just hadn't populated. And for that heart-stopping moment, I wanted to be sick because of all my family's money, my the family's future is it was is in my Bitcoin, if that makes sense. I'm all in Bitcoin. And I thought it all gone and I felt sick to the pit of my stomach. So how do you think this man feels, you know, coming up to a year after this happened? So I encourage every one of you to click on the link in any of those pages and go here to TallyCoin and make a tiny $5, $10, $20 a $100 if you can. And let's get Phil up to one Bitcoin back out of 14. And then we'll have a bit of a party and get Phil live on the show. OK, so let's get, come back to some tweets I came across. Bitcoin Moses or Dr. Arman the Parman. Um, OG. Now, be careful. I'm an OG of life being 61. But an OG in Bitcoin, Rocky put me right on this. He's my teacher. Um, an OG in Bitcoin is somebody that's maybe in since maybe 2013 or 2014 or 2011. You know, someone that's been in five, six, seven years uh, or more, apparently. So it says OGs who read the Bitcoin white paper before the first halving and were immediately captivated deserve to be billionaires. Now, let's just dissect that for a moment. When something's brand new, we've all got this somebody approaches about us and we all think, oh, I'm not sure it's speculative. You know, it's never been heard of before. I could lose my money. And we all go through this emotional turmoil, don't we? So what he's saying is those OGs that saw that white paper and, and got it and said, you know what? This is it. They deserve to be billionaires. Take nothing away from them. Because I looked at this in 2017 
and I jumped straight into the rabbit hole, but I still had this knottiness going on in my stomach about what if I lose our family's hard-earned money for our retirement? It was going on in 2017. It didn't stop me buying um, a couple of Bitcoin at the time and then building off of that over the last three years. But what it did do was give me that feeling. So I, you know, kudos to the guys, the OGs that got it straight off the bat. So I thought that worth mentioning. Anders, he's been on the show. I'm going to get him back. We've had a discussion about doing another show. Um, he's out in LA, but he's from the Netherlands, I believe. Um, the most useful, productive and powerful protest you can do is buy Bitcoin. You will help the world go from artificial, non-asset based currency to actual sound money. Everyone except central bank owners will benefit, especially people without leveraged assets. This guy's really got a head on his shoulders. He's the guy that's been on Bitcoin Meister show who keeps talking about hyper Bitcoinization by 2026. There it is. Bank run incoming 2026. So he's really, really bullish uh, on Bitcoin. I just noticed Satoshi. Welcome to the show, my good man. Great to have you with us. I can't see anybody else that's crept in as yet, but Satoshi, uh, welcome. I'm going to be making an announcement shortly, people. So listen out for that. It's coming up pretty shortly. Uh, Jimmy Song, he's an OG for sure. Stealing is high time preference. If you don't know what high and low time preference is, you know, need to go and read the book, The Bitcoin Standard by Saifedean Moose. I didn't know what high and low time preference meant. Now I do. So stealing is high time preference, i.e. you want something now. Building is low time preference. You are building something. So it takes time. Yeah. Fiat money increases time preference. Bitcoin decreases time preference. You stack your Satoshis and wait. Which world would you rather live in? I know which one I'm in. Uh, I've got another one from Bitcoin Moses here. Kids used to be given bank account savings to teach them about money. They now should get Bitcoin wallets. That is corking. That is a superb tweet. If we all started educating our children in Satoshis, I've been playing around um, with, oh crikey, wallet. I believe it's wallet of Satoshi. And Buffy, you and I are going to be talking because I want to get you moving some Satoshis around to get a bit more familiar with it, as it's no good just stacking sats and dollar cost averaging if you don't know what the heck you're doing, because then you're always reliant on me and I'm not always going to be around, my little darling. So, you know, it is educating the youngsters because that will be their world when I'm gone. So I really, really love this tweet. And the final one from Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the biggest computation ever done. Yep. A digital monument. Yep. A verifiable artifact of digital gold. The foundation of a new digital age. That is profound. If you get it like I get it, that is profound, people. That's a great statement.
Okay, um, beef, right, Rocky. Uh, yeah, hold on. Uh, there's a new definition of OG, someone who has been into Bitcoin for more than half of Bitcoin's life. Okay, cool. So we're looking at five, five and a half years, I guess. Bitcoin has been around for 11 years. So if you, yeah, yeah, see it. Thank you, Rocky. Rocky, uh, I don't know if you were out of the room, but I was talking about the Trezor and the firmware issues. So you might want to roll back and pick that up on catch up if you were out of the room, because you're the guy that I trust to bring us up to date um, on this. Uh, Satoshi, I'm officially an OG then. Awesome, dude. I didn't know you'd been around that long. Fair play. Love it. Okay, so people, there's uh, people in the house that might want to listen to what I'm about to say. We've got something going on that's quite exciting within this show. People that regularly support this show, and I'm the one that monitors that because I always go back in and look at the chat afterwards. Um, if you are a regular on the UK Bitcoiner show as it is now, OK, and you're not part of our exclusive club, um, you might want to become part of it. So what is it called? It is called the 21 Million Club. There's a website being built for it as we speak, OK, which will be the 21 million dot club. There's no dot com. It is dot club. OK, it is a once a month Zoom meetup that we have where we discuss Bitcoin. People share ideas. Any links to those will then go on to that website. So people that are part of that um, can learn even more. And we've also got the great Rocky Palumbo, who is always sharing little neat tricks and ideas that normally he charges for, and he'll find something, some snippet to share on each of them. Now, if you're not a member and you'd like to be considered to be a member of that, we, we don't do it live online. There's nothing like Tone Vase did on the halving. It is simply a once a month Zoom meeting that I run because I've got a, a paid Zoom account. And we just get on with our videos and we all get to know each other and talk Bitcoin. Well, the first one we launched last month went for an hour and 40 minutes. So I can't say an hour. It could be two. It could be one. But you can dip in and dip out, you know, if you need to. But if you want to be part of that, you need to drop me an email and let's connect first at uk.bitcoin.master at gmail.com. That will be in the notes afterwards reach out to me. Let's connect in some way. And, you know, firstly, you can tell me if you want to be part of it. Um, and then, you know, obviously what I want to see is you being a regular on my show. You see, there's a means to an end here. Number one, we want people that are not in that club to wonder what they're missing out on once a month. OK, and also by be becoming a regular on my show, it can help me to get my subscriber count back up again. So if you've got people that you know that are into Bitcoin now, no altcoiners, no altcoin discussions on that show. It's a pure, unadulterated Bitcoin once a month meetup. OK, anyone talking alt, sharing links to alts, they will be taken straight out of the group. OK, so reach out to me, Satoshi, if you'd like to be considered. Uh, I can't think who else is in there, but anyone that's not in that club. Now, the next meetup we've got booked and there'll be an email coming out to you all is on Saturday, 
the 20th of this month at 9 p.m. UK time. <clears throat> now, that will be 4 p.m. on the east coast of America, US on New York time. And that will be, oh, Lord, 1 p.m. on the west coast of America. And whatever it is in between or in Australia or New Zealand, I have not got a clue. But 9 p.m. UK time on the 20th. Now, people, if you're in that club, please do me a favor. Head over now, find my email address, my email that I sent you for the last one and add me to your safe senders list or your white list or whatever you want to call it so that you get those emails because a couple of people missed out because two or three of the emails all went into their spam and they, they missed out on the first one. So there you go. I'm really excited about the 20th. Come and join us, people. I loved the first one. There was so much going on, putting faces to names. It was just totally awesome. And you can all be part of that if you're a regular. If you're watching this on Catch Up, and you still want to be considered, then again, reach out to me with the email address below. And, you know, let's have a conversation around becoming a regular on my channel, etc, etc. So to pull the show together, you know me in quotes. Uh, we go hand in hand together like, um, I don't know, I'm no good at stuff like that. But I found this one. It is not the strongest of the species that survive, nor the most intelligent but the one most responsive to change. Think about that in terms of Bitcoin. How many people out there are entrenched in their fiat ways? The government will look after me. I'll be okay. I can't wait to get my you know, universal basic income where the government pays me every month and I can still have my big screen TV and get my takeaways and all that stuff. You know, watch me Netflix. Because that's how 99% of people live their lives. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's not my way of life. So I love this. If you and you want to create financial security for your family and help contribute to the new world that's coming, that's going to be Bitcoin orientated, in my opinion, no financial advice. What you want to do is grasp this. The most successful people will be those that are most responsive to change. Isn't that absolutely awesome? I nearly said awful then. <laughs> I love that. So, people, that is my Bitcoin show for today. Monday, the 8th of June, 2020. Crikey, heading for halfway through this year. And then we get into potentially 2021 and a biggie. Let's see. So, people, thanks for being on. Do reach out. Casso as well. That's who I meant to say. Casso, you supported my other channel. If you like the idea of coming on, reach out to me and we'll have a conversation. Um, I will be back on Thursday as always. Apologies for Thursday's show just gone. I said I was going to put up my social media page and I hit the wrong button and it ended the live stream. So when I finished here, if you're watching this on YouTube or BitTube or Library.tv or DTube or wherever you're watching it, the uh, social media link will come up in a split second. But I want to ask each and every one of you to tweet this out to share it with a handful of your Bitcoin friends so that I can go some way to getting my subscribers back. Now, I am so small in this, in this, the, you know, the, the community with 250 subs I had. But looking at 250 <clears throat> that took 
nearly two years, <clears throat> sorry, two years to get. And then looking at 36, what I got now is like soul destroying for me because it was such a challenge to build that up. So any way you people can help me, I would greatly appreciate it. So <clears throat> the links will come up to um, my other my websites in a moment when I put up the um, social media button. So that is it, peeps. Reach out to me if you're interested in becoming part of the 21 Million Club. And I will catch you all on Thursday with my regular Bitcoin show. Thanks, everyone. Have a superb week, whatever you're doing, wherever you're going. And I'll catch you all on Thursday. See you, everyone.